there is absolute mayhem going on in the Vatican, and that's being spread throughout the world. The Archbishop, the Cardinal Archbishop of Luxembourg, who happens also to be in charge of the Commission of European Bishops, who is also just appointed by Pope Francis, the Relator General, or one of the leaders of the Synod of Synods of Bishops, which is going on right now in the Vatican, going to end in 2024, um, has already talked publicly uh, that homosexuality is not a sin. But then there was some fudging when it came to homosexual acts. We didn't know what exactly he was saying. Well, he just got to the United States and he was interviewed by a faithful Catholic who we have here to discuss. And he's got video of what Cardinal Hollerich said. You're going to want to stay tuned for this episode of The John Henry Weston Show. Richard Smaglick, welcome to the program. Thank you, John Henry. It's great to be here again. So let's uh, begin as we always do at the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So can you set up this clip for us? This is you interviewing, interviewing Cardinal Hollerich uh, as he arrives in the United States. He's at a parish. He is at a Chicago parish. It's his first stop on his U.S. tour, which will last for about two weeks, from July 31st to August 14th. And uh, after Mass, he uh, spoke with the people who attended the Mass. Um, I was at the end of the line with a couple of uh, very valued allies, who I can't mention here, but who I'm very grateful to. And uh, we captured a uh, about 100 seconds of video in which I asked him specifically about the changes to church doctrine uh, that may be intended by the Synod when it comes to specifically the act of sodomy, uh, to really put him on the record to address this. Uh, he goes on to uh, sort of hem and haw, not sure where I'm coming from on the question, and uh, describe it in a way where he first defines um, the boundaries on sexual activity as love rather than marriage, and then goes on to say that he is open to a process by which homosexual acts will be normalized, and that the Pope and he are on the same page on the issue. Unbelievable. Let's have a look at the clip. And I would like to ask you a very clear point of question. After the do you believe that sodomy should be considered a grace. Um, I do not know what the senator brings. We now listen to the people of God, what they express. I start getting in reports, as you know, the Major General of the Senate. And so reading all of that, in September we make a first draft for the continental meetings which will take place. I think that, uh, uh, first of all, I would never consider sexuality separated from law. The Bible has taught, and has taught for 2,000 years, that sodomy is a sin, an abomination that cries out to heaven. But the Bible also said we should stay with the woman who is an actress. 
the Bible has said that uh, the sun turns around the earth. So the Bible is after it has given interpretation to the so the fundamental scriptural teaching on sin. This is not a theological. No, 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 no. It is, uh, I know that I am in full agreement with Pope Francis. Thank you. All right. So unbelievable stuff from a prince of the church. This is someone official. This isn't just just an anybody. It's an active cardinal. Had this happened in the years of John Paul II or Benedict XVI, there would have been an immediate correction from the Vatican. There would have to have been something done. But this is in line with what we've seen from Pope Francis on this question. It is one step further than what we've seen so far, particularly with the machinations of Pope Francis with Father James Martin. So unpack for us, if you will, what your thoughts are on what uh, what you heard from the Cardinal. Uh, first, I think um, he's revealing a totally heterodox position that should be absolutely outrageous. Um, he has said, uh, as of January of 2022, this was reported in the National Catholic Register on February 9th, that uh, he believes the church's teaching on homosexuality, homosexuality is false. So we're in a situation where the church's credibility in recognizing, faithfully adhering to, and communicating divine revelation is being uh, called into serious, serious question. Absolutely. Before you go on, I just wanted to lay that out specifically, just so that people can look it up, because these are very serious charges. This was in an interview with the German Catholic news agency, KNA. Cardinal Hollerich uh, said, he was asked, if you will, first, how do you get around the church's teaching that homosexuality is a sin? And his direct words were these, I believe that this is false, but I also believe that here we are thinking further about the teaching. So, as the Pope has said in the past, this can lead to a change in teaching, end quote. Please go on. Well, um, bishops take an oath. Uh, it's called the oath of fidelity on assuming the office to be exercised in the name of the church, which states, in fulfilling the charge entrusted to me in the name of the church, I shall hold fast to the deposit of faith in its entirety. I shall faithfully hand it on and explain it and I shall avoid any teachings contrary to it. Uh, what we're looking at now is a total departure from that, a uh, total departure from divine revelation in a spirit of sort of catering to the latest scientific uh, perspectives. Uh, we don't believe this because it agrees with the latest science. We believe in divine revelation because it was divinely revealed. And for this paradigm shift to be taken seriously and to be advanced by a cardinal of the stature is doing great damage to the church and it needs to be corrected. It is indeed. And the true science actually falls in line with the church's teaching because we've seen over the past decades uh, all the studies you would want that show the grave harm of homosexual acts to the body, to the psyche, and we know as Catholics, the grave harm to the soul. So the fighting against this lifestyle choice, if you want to call it that, is 
actually love. It's not hatred or bigotry at all. It's about telling these people, even though it's politically correct, even though it's socially awkward, we love you enough to tell you that this is harmful for you. It's harmful for your body. By the way, just as every aberrant sexual act is, including non-homosexual, um, it's harmful for your mind. But it's ultimately harmful for your soul. So the want to change this teaching, which is now plainly evident on the part of Cardinal Hollerich at least, does seem very much to be an agenda. But let's unpack first the church teaching on this. He says it's open to change, but where is this coming from in the church? Is this some, you know, in the medieval ages it was developed, or where is this coming from? I think this is uh, modern innovation and uh, capitulation to a 1970s mindset. I'm not going to say it's specifically tied to Vatican II because I don't think it is directly tied to Vatican II, but uh, we had a uh, society that went off the deep end uh, in the late 60s and early 70s. They're using the language of that right now in a very outdated kind of way. And as the secular society has degenerated to the point of woke madness, and as our own society recognizes that this is woke madness that needs to be turned around, the church is about two years behind and uh, heading full steam ahead into a deeper kind of woke madness that really strikes at the heart of the integrity and fundamental truths of the church. So, uh, I'm, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just wondering, I mean, what is the biblical basis for the teaching of the church in this? Is this something... Yeah, it was contained in the new in the Old Testament. Excuse me, Jesus. Often homosexual activists will talk about how Jesus never mentioned homosexuality. Where is the church on this question vis-a-vis -vis the New Testament, the teaching after Christ? In Romans one, verses twenty-six to twenty-seven, Paul writes: Therefore, God handed handed them over to degrading passions. Their females exchanged natural relations for unnatural. And the males likewise gave up natural relations with females and burned with lust for one another. Males did shameful things with males and thus received in their own persons the due penalty for their perversity. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 10, Paul writes, Do you not know that the unjust will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor boy prostitutes, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor robbers, will inherit the kingdom of God. That's pretty basic, pretty straightforward, and pretty unquestionable. Yeah, yeah. So this has been Catholic teaching from the beginning. As you were mentioning earlier, bishops take this vow to uphold all the teachings of the church, and this has been with us from the beginning. It's been expounded on by popes, explained, and even in modern generations has been specifically uh, reinforced down to nitty-gritty, which we've had to do with, with the church having to deal now with, you know, um, not only homosexual marriage, but the same-sex civil unions, etc., etc., all of which the church has opposed until now. And now there's something new coming with what Pope Francis has already done, and where the synod is going. Indeed. Um, 
I see it as a uh, war on orthodoxy. Uh, there's a bigger picture here than just a war on sexual morality. Uh, we are sort of breaking the whole paradigm of respect for divine revelation, uh, capitulating to the secular uh, agenda as society dege degenerates. And in order to advance that, I see, I see this as uh, a scenario where it's necessary to attack those who hold fast, as it said in what I read a short time ago, to the deposit of faith. The frog in the kettle approach is what has been used uh, throughout this papacy uh, on very many fronts, but on homosexuality, it really, really did start from the beginning. Um, right on the balcony with Francis was Cardinal Daniels, who everybody knew for wearing the rainbow stoles. And even though he was one of the very cardinals caught on tape with the cover-up of sexual abuse, that didn't matter. He was such a woke, if you will, among the bishops, uh, presenter of the church's teaching on all sorts of issues, but specifically homosexuality. You saw then Francis progress to when he welcomed the transgender couple in the Vatican in 2015 called the Married and Happy. He, when he came to the U.S. and was confronted with Kim Davis, he sort of to her face congratulated her, but afterwards fired the nuncio in the U.S., whom we all know now as Archbishop uh, Carlo Maria Vigano, mm -hmm. for having allowed Kim Davis in. Kim Davis, of course, was that heroic um, Kentucky clerk who refused to have her signature, as a Protestant Christian, refused to have her signature on marriage licenses for homosexuals. Mm -hmm. um, there is the Pope going on about firing him, her, uh, excuse me, firing Vigano for having invited her. In This is impossible. It's gone through lately with the Father James Martin, who has been the foremost pusher inside the church uh, for this new take on homosexuality to embrace it. And there is the Pope who has refused an audience to Cardinal Zen, who's refused to answer the doobie of the four cardinals, Cardinal Burke and his four cardinals who are expressing such grave concern. But he's given an audience to James Martin. He's answered a dubia of James Martin. He has invited James Martin to speak at the World Vatican's World Meeting of Families, invited him to be on the Pontifical Council for Social Communications. It's unreal what's going on. And it's coming Absolutely. from the top of the church, and it's being parroted and supported by most of the world's bishops. And we haven't heard one yet stand up to confront the Pope, as needs to be done. The later are doing that. Some of us are doing that. Thank you for what you're doing. What are your final thoughts on what's going on right now? Cardinal Hollerich will be in the U.S. for another two weeks. Uh, he is, unlike Cardinal Supich, uh, a very approachable person who really, really wants to communicate with the laity. Uh, he's here, I believe, on a mission to um, engage. Uh, he's kind. He's a good listener. And he has a very serious blind spot in his agenda here. But I think this is ta the time for uh, American Catholics in the upper Midwest to speak with him, to make their perspectives known, and to get it out into the media. Uh, one of the reasons I think that that's so important is that we have a synod where input is being taken from a small selection of people, uh, mostly uh, ideologues and activists. 
and people who are intensely concerned about one thing or another. Um, in many countries, less than 1% have responded to the Synod. Uh, what I expect will happen, given that all this information has already been gathered, is that they will run with what they have, the biased information they have, and make their case for a change in church doctrine. Uh, I don't think we can win that by participating in the Synod. I think we have to win that by waking up the broader Catholic community and calling on our bishops in a way that enables them to stand and stand boldly to stop this process from happening one way or another. Maybe that's maybe that's the synod doesn't come to fruition. Maybe that's resisting it uh, when it comes to making final decisions. But this can't stand. We need to act. Absolutely. So, you know, I want to encourage everybody to do, as Richard just said, reach out to Cardinal Hollerich if you're given that opportunity. But also there's an opportunity in the media, because this is coming up now. Cardinal Hollerich is here. The Synod is talking about that. The Church is really embroiled over this question, even though it's no question at all. Nonetheless, it's a topic of discussion. It's going to take a lot of courage to stand up and speak the truth right now. But remember when you do that, to do it in love. The position of the Church is a position that comes from love. So say it charitably, say it with love, because you are on the side of the angels. You're on the side of Christ. Say it as Christ would say it. He's not going to rail against people who are in sinful lifestyles because they know no better. It is our part to say a mea culpa on behalf, on behalf of these unfaithful bishops, of the lack of teaching in the churches that have led people to sinful lifestyles they don't even know are sinful. But the fact of the matter is these behaviors harm the bodies, they harm the psyches and the souls of our friends, our brothers and sisters, and our fellow parishioners. We need to speak out. We need to do so in love. Thank you, Richard, for doing that very thing. Thank you, John Henry. And God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>